I have all these kids and being a mom of so many children, it helps you to understand personalities, you know, and, and what you're born with, the character traits and how you use them. One of my children, David, he's going to be 16 this year. He's Mr. Optimism. And uh, he's always seen the glass half full and he's not shy about, at least verbally, who knows how, you know, he feels on the inside, but verbally, he will always toot his own horn. I love it. You know, he, he knows he's the best. He's always flexing his muscles. He's so great. Anyway, David is a prime example for me of, you know, what it is to be yourself unapologetically and to not conform to this conditioning that we should be self-abasing and just, you know, fake modesty where you just have to mention flaws or even if the worst part is if you actually feel it because this is the way we've been conditioned. You are not allowed to feel good about yourself. You shouldn't have these so-called, quote, delusions of grandeur. You know what? No. If you were to rate me on one of these psychological skills, I'm probably a narcissist or or a sociopath (laughs) because I do. I believe I'm a child of the stars. I do believe that all the pieces that created the universe, these cosmos, all these elements are literally physically inside of me. You know, the same chemical components, the same elements that make up the universe all are found inside of me the periodic table those elements can be found in your body too so it's is it grand to think that i'm a child of the stars that i belong to some star that exploded billions of years ago and part of those pieces are inside of me maybe my point is my daily motivation today was you have to choose yourself. This is a quote. Quote, you have to choose yourself even when others refuse to. Self-love is choosing yourself and choosing yourself is self-care. You're entertaining the wrong things and the wrong people because you're struggling with loving yourself. It's okay to take a break, a moment for yourself. It's okay to be selfish if it means rediscovering your own power and happiness. Close quote. That's R.H. Sin. And from my memoir, I have learned to walk away from things, people, and behaviors that I would expect my children to walk away from. Today, I ponder the depth and richness of joy that my life has gained as my perspective has been elevated. Today, I am more conscientious about teaching self-care and self-love to my children through my own example. Are the decisions that I make for myself those that I would choose for my children? If it's not good enough for them, why is it okay for me? Integrity is what we do when no one is looking. Integrity is consolidating all the parts that make us who we are and engineering a stronger, more resilient self as a result. Your worth is no less precious than the worth of those you love, serve, and protect. Remember that and choose more for yourself. Close quote. Written by Diana. So, choose more for yourself. Interestingly, that's one of the things, you know, being a mother, as much as I was ill-prepared, mind you, I was 17 when I had my first. 
and I had five children in eight years. Five <laughs> in eight years. So by the time my fifth child was born, I had a little eight-year-old running around. Right now, my youngest is nine at home. She's nine. She'll be 10 this year. And I think, wow, Clarice, my oldest, she was only eight when number five was born. It was a blur. But, you know, in all this chaos, you know, and I always thought none of my children were planned. Number two was the only one, Gianna. She was the only one that I was like, yes, you know, I think I'd like to get pregnant, you know, again. That was the only one. Everyone else was like, oh, again. Oh, crap. (laughs) So I had number one. Then I had number two that I actually planned. So I'm like, okay, two and two. My first one was perfect. She was amazing. Everything was perfect. You can sleep when the baby sleeps. It's great. Number two, you've got another one to contend with. So now you're trying to nap when you haven't slept. And you have a two-year-old running around yanking at your leg. That, that was just a nightmare. So I was not excited about number three. But hey, I only had two girls. I needed that third boy. Or that third one to be a boy. So then I finally have my boy. I'm like, great. Uh, things weren't so good with my husband at the time. And they were looking pretty ugly, as a matter of fact. And we got divorced. And I found out I was pregnant when we got divorced. Yeah. Not great. So I end up remarrying him and number four comes along and I thought, okay, well, two and two, two girls, two boys. I schedule him a vasectomy for November. He misses it because he just didn't feel like going. December, I find out I'm pregnant with number five. I'm like, put a fork in me. I'm freaking done. (laughs) So anyways, needless to say, he got the vasectomy during number five during that pregnancy and uh number six was with my current husband so after after number six I was like okay I'm, I'm taking care of this I'm, I'm done I'm done having kids so number six came along long story short all these children they they were all like moments of oh damn oh damn I'm pregnant again <laughs> oh damn upheaval again in my body in my mind in my home again and again and again and again and again so as hard as it was as challenging emotionally and physically and mentally as it's been to be a mother I have learned so much by having to demand more from myself because someone else was counting on me so when I think about what kind of friend, what kind of relationships I want my children to have, I start to compare how I treat myself, you know, and that's really helped me a lot. I think my standards would have been lower for myself and for the things I accept into my life if it wasn't for the fact that I'm a mom. So when I think about the self-talk, the self-love, I think about would I want this for my child? Would I want a friend to talk to my child this way? And would I think that's a friend worthy of keeping if they were this harsh, this cruel, this unforgiving to my kid? The answer is always no, you know? And I wonder how many of us love, serve, and protect children, people around us, 
older parents, anyone we take care of, our spouses, would you allow some of the things that you say to yourself and some of the ways in which you neglect yourself, would you think well if someone treated your loved one that way? And I think when we start measuring our standard that way, we we would be surprised to see what we come up with. Are the decisions that I make for myself those that I would choose for my children? And if the answer is no, if it's not good enough for them, then why is it okay for me? That's just a quick thought that I had for the day. I wanted to share that. There is no one more deserving of the love that you possess than yourself. So raise your standard. Raise your standard to that which you would expect for someone you care about. Raise the standard, raise the frequency, and understand that you are worthy of asking for more for yourself. Remember that and choose more for yourself. And that's my two cents for the day. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you see the best and all the opportunities that are out there for you. And I hope that you remind yourself that you are worthy of it. You are worthy of demanding, of asking, of expecting more of what makes your heart happy in your life. Have a wonderful, beautiful, sunny, splendid day. Mwah.